Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Tuesday the 5th of July. I hope everybody in New South Wales is keeping safe this morning. It's what we're going to talk about on the podcast today because the floods have left us with a lot of questions about climate, about La Nina, and we're going to try and work through some of them today. Billy, what is the latest from the flood zones? Well, as you said, we're going to dive a bit deeper into this later on. But first, the weather system said to have caused the flooding across New South Wales has shown signs it will ease today. It comes after severe rain beginning on Friday has inundated communities in New South Wales, which includes some low-lying areas of Sydney and regional areas. In a press conference yesterday, New South Wales Emergency Services Minister Steph Cook said that they have begun the recovery process for communities where it is safe and appropriate to do so. Meanwhile, Australians lost more than $2 billion to scams in 2021, according to a report published by the ACCC. It found that Australians recorded $701 million in combined losses to investment scams, $227 million in payment redirections, and $142 million in romance scams. After the release of this report, the ACCC deputy chair called scammers the most opportunistic of all criminals. 19 people have been killed while 12 have been injured after a passenger bus in Pakistan fell into a gorge. The bus, which was travelling from the country's capital, Islamabad, was said to have slipped after the driver lost control of the vehicle amid heavy rain, with the vehicle falling about 61 metres. The death toll is expected to rise. And your Tuesday good news, the Wallabies will wear their First Nations jersey when they play England on Saturday night. And just a reminder that we beat England on last Saturday night. The jersey has been designed by Camilla Roy and Gamalaray man Dennis Golding. And the side will also sing the Australian national anthem in the Ugumbe First Nations language alongside the Ugumbe Youth Choir. All right, let's talk flooding. We're again going to address the fact that there has been a natural disaster here in Australia. This time it's the floods happening across New South Wales as we speak. And it's these floods that have ordered the evacuations of over 30,000 people and triggered over 1,000 requests for assistance. Billy, before we get into a, a chat about the big picture here, can you tell us a little bit more about the context of these floods? Yeah, well, I think that it's important to note that this is the third major flooding event that New South Wales has seen in just the past five months. So I think that language of seeing a flood once in every 100 years has well and truly gone out the window this time. Sam, I'm sure that you remember the floods that happened in New South Wales and also in southern Queensland in March and April earlier this year. Those floods left over 20 people dead and they happened during the peak of the La Nina weather event, which causes higher than normal levels of rainfall to eastern Australia. I'm sure anyone who lived through that doesn't need me to explain what La Nina is. But now these floods are happening across Greater Sydney and it's impacting a large area. So really from Batemans Bay on the south coast to Newcastle, which is north of Sydney. And you brought up those keywords there, La Nina, the big weather phenomenon. We've reported about it a number of times on this podcast and on our page. Is that the reason why New South Wales is experiencing flooding once again? Well, I think that this is the question that people are asking because you might remember that the Bureau of Meteorology said La Nina was over last month. So to understand more about whether these floods have been impacted by La Nina, 
The Daily Oz spoke to Dr. Aga Santasso, who is from the University of New South Wales's Climate Change Research Centre. And so, yes, he said that the effects of La Nina have increased the risk of flooding that we're seeing right now to a certain extent. And he said that the weather event that La Nina caused meant that dam levels were high and that the ground surfaces had a high moisture content, all of which have contributed to this intense rain that we're seeing now. So essentially it means that when there are these intense periods of rain, like we've seen over the past couple of days, there is a greater risk of flooding. And he also said something else that I thought was interesting, which was that the tropical Pacific is still showing a La Nina-like cooling and that it is still classified as a La Nina event event by other forecasting agencies who have a lower threshold than the Bureau of Meteorology to define a La Nina event. Interesting. So just because Australia has decided that La Nina might have passed, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what's happening. So I guess we can allocate a bit of responsibility to La Nina, whether the Bureau of Meteorology thinks it's over or not. Now let's talk about climate change. Every post we put up about floods has comments underneath it that says climate change is real. How much of an impact has climate change had on the flooding? Well, I think that that's the other really big question here. So Dr. Santasso said that increased intensity of extreme rain is consistent with climate change because there is more moisture in the atmosphere in a warming planet. So when it does rain, it rains with greater intensity, meaning that it's stronger and more forceful and can cause more devastating events like we're seeing at the moment. And this was also touched on by Jane Golding. She's from the Bureau of Meteorology. And in a press conference yesterday, she talked about the extra moisture in the atmosphere at the moment. Uh, Some locations uh, have have received upwards of 150 millimetres. And that's indicative of how much moisture is in the atmosphere and what some locations will see again today. So in that clip, Golding was discussing the high rain levels that happened yesterday, but also went on to say that they expect the weather system that's been generating flooding to ease today. And so the big question I'm thinking about is that climate change is not going away and global warming is not a problem we're going to solve in the next year. Does that mean that we're going to see more serious floods in a couple of months time? Is it somewhat inevitable? Well, I think it's important to note that, you know, none of us have a crystal ball. But yes, Dr. Santaso said that we should be alert to the possibility of more flooding in the coming months. So he definitely didn't say that it was inevitable, but he said that we should be alert to the possibility. And that's partly because there is about a 50 to 60 percent chance that La Nina will return later this year. And if that does happen, we could potentially see a repeat of these extreme events. But as I said, it's really only a coin flip, you know, a 50% chance as to whether that will actually happen. But there's another weather event forming that could bring higher amounts of rainfall to Australia, which was was pointed out to me by Dr. Santasso. And I'd never heard of it before. It's called a negative Indian Ocean Dipole or negative IOD, which cools sea surface temperatures and changes wind directions. But most crucially for this discussion, it brings rain to parts of Australia that are already vulnerable to flooding. So Dr. Santasso said this negative IOD is forecasted to intensify in spring, which combined with a stronger force of rain caused by climate change and the potential for another La Nina weather event doesn't paint the best picture. But like I said, Sam, we don't hold a crystal ball. It's definitely not inevitable, but there are certainly a lot of different factors that are at play here and could cause a lot of damage. 
Ultimately, the images that really drive it home for me are some of those aerial shots where you just see, you know, indefinite damage from floods that lasts as far as the eye can see. We're sending all of our strength to those in flood zones at the moment. Make sure that you're reaching out to the SES on 132500 for emergency help in floods and storms and triple zero for life-threatening emergencies. For the rest of the country, I hope you're all doing well too and appreciating the lack of rain. That's all we've got time for on today's edition of The Daily Oz. We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.